and I want to say thank you for joining us. We are glad you are here. We are glad you are listening. And uh, we are going to do our best to have some fun today. We're going to talk um, some memories, and we're going to just talk uh, about wrestling, the stuff we love. We're going to still talk about Dynamite. We're still going to talk about Raw and all that other fun stuff. So uh, we know like this show usually kicks off with me messing something up and give me time. I'll do something. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you I won't just, disappoint. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll do something. It's, it's, for, it's for sure. So I just want to say thank you so much for joining us. And uh, I hope, I hope you're doing well out there and it means a ton to us that you're here watching us or listening to us later on, on podcast. So I have to go ahead and ask Maggie, how you doing? I'm doing great. Let's just, uh, you know, before we start talking about wrestling and uh, sad stuff, let me just, you know, I always, you know, start with something special, you know, for me. And this, and today, like for everyone who knows me and everyone who's been following us on Twitter and on this podcast, happy birthday to David Lynch, my dad in a parallel universe, I swear. It's it's totally happening. Uh, like if you like do yourself a favor and just watch one David Lynch movie, just one, like whatever, whichever you pick. And if you pick uh, Eraserhead, you're great. <laughs> you're just yeah. Uh, shout out to Soupy, by the way, for that Eraserhead baby <laughs> remix that he did yesterday. That that was so great. Totally put a smile on my face. Soupy's in chat, by the way. Um, so, guys, please, uh, again, thank you for joining us. Uh, please like the video, share the video. Uh, you can send us a super chat or a humble chat. Uh, please, if you want to share, like, your Jabrisco memories, we'll be more than, more than happy to, you know, to read them and share them with the rest of you guys in the chat and everyone who's watching and or listening. Uh, we're going to shake things up a little this week and uh, start with a Cooper effect. And of course, the Cooper effect is Jay Briscoe. Uh, imagine it being somewhere else. Um, so when I was at work Tuesday, I had a, Basically, I had a pretty fun shift, but at the end of the shift, I had to take care of a really, really drunk friend. Like, he got stinking drunk, and I just had to take care of him, and I needed to make sure that he got home safely, and then I went home. And when I was walking up the stairs to my apartment, I saw that you texted me, and I'm like, I'm going to see it just after, like, I get into my apartment. So I got in. I locked the door, took off my shoes, and then sat on the bed. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so glad this day is over. And I saw your text. And you texted me Tony Khan's tweet saying that Jay passed away. And then I sat on the couch, uh, on, on the bed, and just, like, I, I knew what the tweet meant. But I couldn't, you know, grasp the concept of of the screenshot that you sent me. And I was like, 
no, like that. That can't be possible. Like it's Jay. Come on, and you know the denial. Like you know, like of course. And I, I, I just, uh, and I like blocked everything, and I just went on Twitter, and everyone was talking about it. And Alex Palowski and Kate just bless their hearts. Like two weeks in a row, they just couldn't have a normal NXT review. Uh, like every like something happens. Uh, bless their hearts, they did so great. Uh, they barely kept it together, but like at this point, we're all humans and we take uh, we we're emotional and like we take news differently and we're you know everyone's it it was it was Jay like it's um it's just so unfair you know because. I uh I just I'm just going to say it right off the gate. Um I wasn't one of the hardcore Ring of Honor fans. You know that um when Final Battle was it last year? Yeah, it was it was last year when Tony Khan just purchased uh Ring of Honor. This was my first uh Ring of Honor full pay-per-view that I watched. Uh, this doesn't mean that I, I I didn't know what was happening before that. Uh, I wasn't watching Reno, Ring of Honor uh, all the time, but I damn well knew who the Briscoes were. And every time I thought about Ring of Honor, the first thing that popped into my head were the Briscoes. It wasn't Adam Cole. It wasn't uh, uh, Samoa Joe. Uh, it wasn't CM Punk. I'm sorry. Like it, 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 it wasn't those guys. It was, it was the Briscoes, and after that, it was the Young Bucks, and so on and so forth. And you know that the first thing when when we were reviewing Final Battle, it was at the very beginning of our podcast, even uh, like past December, and we were reviewing their match against the Kingdom, and. I was like, it's a. I so remember clearly what I talked about this match, and I was like, Rob, it's as if, like you know, before the match, you know, the opposing team and the Briscoes signed a waiver, <sighs> in which if <laughs> if the opposing team don't hit hard on uh, like uh, the Briscoes, they have the opportunity and they're legally uh, uh, obligated to fucking hit you right back like uh, like to, for not hitting them right back you know it, it was the first thing I said about the Briscoes and you know because every time you see uh, you watch BTE like the way way for the you know one of the first episodes of BTE they uh, like when the young bucks were all banged up and they were like you know you were in the fight when when you fought the Briscoes and they were all bruised and everything they every Briscoe's match seemed so real yeah. and it's horrifying. And um, at the end of the day, I just feel so... I, I kind of feel betrayed because like, I just, I feel I just got them. You know, I just got them. Like they just entered my life and I was like, well, 
wouldn't will know like why like what what did i have to go like why why did he get taken away and it's it's really not fair but like again i was so like lucky to have two days off like wednesday uh, tuesday was my last shift and then i had two days off and i had time to reflect and i had time to you know to think about everything to like to to self med- like meditate and like be in my you know my, in my personal space my happy place and i was able to to reach a conclusion that is uh, annoyingly uh healthy by the way <laughs> it's it's really annoyingly healthy i just uh got to the conclusion that i i should feel really really glad and uh blessed that i was able to live while the briscoes existed as a tag team and jay briscoe was ring of honor champion uh and because i always hear people talk about so great tag teams and of course they're great tag teams on paper for me but if i was watching them like as they unfolded as they were uh, those th- that tag team surely i would have liked that more and like if i hadn't seen the briscoes at that at that very peak i wouldn't be that familiar with them and i'm just so lucky to have yeah. watched them in real life this was so this is so just this is special this is something special for me yeah and guys just a reminder um any super chats or humper chats that you send today uh we are donating or we are uh they are going straight to uh, the Briscoe family. So we are matching them or we were sending them to the Briscoe family. So um, all proceeds will go to them. Uh, Chris, our great friend, Chris says, Jay is up in heaven showing God the proper way to cook chicken. <laughs> rest, in pa- rest in peace, Jay Briscoe, praying his daughters make a full recovery. Love you both, Robin, Robin, Maggie. Love you too, buddy. Really do. Um. It's tough, and I want to share my. Uh, I I've had the pleasure of watching Jay Briscoe in person a, a couple of times, and um, one of my favorite stories is in person. Was I was sitting uh, at a Ring of Honor show, front row, and they were wrestling the the War Raiders, uh, and uh, Jay was laying on the outside of the ring, and he looks up at me, and I'm wearing uh, my ice cube shirt and he looks at me and he's like i love your shirt he's like i'm gonna go get my ass kicked though (laughs) and and, and i just laughed oh my god yeah he's like i love your shirt i'm gonna go get my ass kicked and then he just walks away and that is so him (laughs) yeah and that's something like i i just absolutely loved like i'm like i'm gonna love that guy forever like you know that's that was like my moment like right there with him i'm like i'm gonna love that guy forever and uh the day I met Eddie Kingston last summer, I was wearing an ice cube shirt. So it's just kind of, I, I wish now I would have told, uh, obviously, you know, not knowing anything. I wish I would have told Ed, Eddie that story, like, because he would have felt the same way. I know, like. You can he still would, tell him the story. Yeah, you know, I will one day, I hope. I definitely appreciate hope. the crap out of that. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, Corey says, was introduced to the Briscoes officially with the FTR series, and I've been looking through what I can access of their matches. An incredible tag team. Corey re- wrote a magnificent article 
about oh yeah i read matches. that it was great yeah um they, they both recommend uh, well dune yeah, yes Razorhead, head blue velvet velvet mulholland drive rest in peace jay briscoe yeah that we'll talk about that at the end um yes we will talk about that Sorry, I'm going through the chats, and I just want to say um, a couple things. Yeah, and, and yeah, definitely kudos for NXT for they playing. were so classy, and this was like honoring someone and talking on the air about someone who was never on WWE television was top notch, and I'm just so like. They didn't have to, but they did. Also, they scratched the funeral segment they had with the yep. New Day and uh, and Pretty Deadly. Kudos to that, too, because it was, it was going to be in, in really magnificently poor taste. Yeah, it was uh, the New Day and Shawn Michaels mixed it, so that was really yes. good of them. Yes, they uh, could have like put on different shirts, though, because yeah. they were... <laughs> Yeah, I noticed that too after like after you said that like yeah, like I was wondering what are the fuck are they wearing and then <laughs> it was made clear that it was supposed to be a different segment and I was like, well you could have changed your clothes. <laughs> Come on. But, yeah. Our good friend Eric sent us a super chat. This says the Briscoes were one of the most were the most recent tag team I fell in love with outside of the WWE. I love that they could go with anyone. War Machine, American Wolves, Epic Beards. <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh my god, they're matched with the war machine. Yeah. Oh, oh, I said war I raiders. I meant, I meant war machine when I said that. I said war raiders. Um you said war machine. Oh, did I? Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, okay. I was like, uh, I'm so used to saying war raiders now. Um I can't have Ring of Honor without them. Love you all. Love you too, buddy. Thank you. Um, we appreciate you, Eric. So yeah. Uh, yes, uh, on on one side, kudos to WWE, but Warner Media, on the other hand, just let me, let me, you, you know what? I decided to do something, Robin. You know what that is? Uh, I, I decided to throw professionalism out the window and just Wait, say that. You? Yes. <laughs> what? I know. Um. Did not know this was possible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this was humongously gross of their part. Seriously. Like, if you... Okay, let's look at the, at, at the whole uh, thing from their perspective. Yeah, if fuck, they well, were... I, well, I'll just say you it. just fuck. cut me off. I, did, I didn't mean to, but I, I will say this. Fuck their perspective on this. But, uh, no, I mean, but, seriously. Sure, sure. But like, okay, so having in mind Jay's uh, comments from years ago, like the group that uh, the group that has uh, that had been targeted in that in those comments. Do do you like in my in my like. In my eyes, you need to listen to what those groups of people have to say, you know, right? Yes. So, those groups of people had nothing but positive words for Jay. They had 
they said that they saw nothing but personal growth. They saw nothing but love. He made amends. He uh, educated himself. He uh, worked in uh, charities and he put in the work. He educated himself. Yep. So naturally, you need to listen to the groups of people that were targeted in his comments. They said nothing bad. They praised him for doing the work and knowing better. Because surely, like, okay, I've done some really horrible stuff. And the only way I got away with those stuff was because I live in Eastern Europe and it's basically what it is here. But then I started educating myself. I started listening to other people's uh, thoughts and process. And I was like, oh my God, I was, I said horrible stuff. Like I was, I was, a, I was a horrible person. Like I was, and then this is why I will never stop saying that, that the pandemic did wonders for me because I was an awful human being before, before the pandemic. And I was able to uh, be alone with my thoughts and have uh, time to reflect. And I had time to learn. When you do the work and you strive to be a better person, it shows. You know, like people have been saying that I'm awesome. And I'm like, yes, yeah, thank you. But like, I'm really not. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to be really hard because I know what I was before that. And now you know, like, it's why it's as if someone has such a fucking personal vendetta in world media and discovery against Jay. Like, you can't, wh why? I was so sure that at some point they could have buried the hatchet and they could have had the briscoes on dynamite or they could have had, you know, eventually down the line, you know, we will never get to see the Briscoes against the Usos, and this is breaking my heart. We will never see them against DIY. Yeah. Oh my God, against DIY. Yeah. I was just so looking forward to that because you cannot possibly have the Briscoes there and not reunite DIY for that sole reason, you know? Yeah. Because, like, you, we all saw, I personally shared the tweet. Uh, the Instagram uh, post that Tommaso Ciampa had. Yeah. This post from Tommaso Ciampa made me cry oh, so it, much. Oh, it was very emotional. Um, the one before that that made me cry even more was Sammy Callahan's tweet when yeah. he said that the show ended at them yelling at each other's faces about who loves their cat more. <laughs> like, <laughs> like this... Is like I I love hearing those stories. This is why I then tweeted out, please. I want to hear all your stories, like yeah. from wrestlers, from friends. I I want to hear those stories. By the way, after that, Sammy Callahan followed me on Twitter. So that's oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. uh, Chris sends us a super chat. He says this is driving me nuts. Maggie, what is what is Maggie's camera doing to the color of her hair? Did she dye it, or am I nuts? No, this is my natural hair. Hmm. It must be it's... the lighting. I don't know. It's I, like I don't know if it's if, if it's you know it's it just the lighting. <laughs> it's just my natural hair. Like it used to be blonde, but it's not. It's starting to grow. Thank you, Chris, for noticing. But like this is just my natural hair. 
Uh, although, like, the couch is blue, so it's probably the lighting. You know, when when I, you know, when I get rich from, you know, from the show, I'm going to have a nice studio. So <laughs> Chris sends us another super chat and says, Maggie, you were awesome. Never doubt that. Um, the, the one thing I want to say about Warner is the stupid slap show that they have going on afterwards with Dana White of UFC. Power what is Slapper. that? Like, who, it's, what is that show? It's, I think it's called Power Slap. If it's not called Power Slap, somebody tell me. Um, it's basically a, a game where people slap the hell out of each other. I'm not kidding you. Okay. And they're knocking each other out. Basically, or Some of them are knocking each other out because they're slapping so damn hard. Okay. And like, it's really effing people up. Like, I mean, you can see like it's giving people concussions and all kinds of things. And the okay. thing is, is Dana White just got in a shitload of trouble because he was caught on camera slapping his wife. Um, and they put this show on TV. Oh, so they're putting this show on TV yep. right after Dynamite, but they yeah. couldn't allow yeah. to them to have a Jay Briscoe yeah. tribute. And then, and then you also have uh, them that's or Warner that's going to be promoting Flash, the movie, pretty soon with. Uh, I think it's Ezra Miller. Or, or, I think it's. Yeah, Ezra Miller. I have no idea what. Uh, like, I have zero clue what ha- what is happening inside, uh, like outside uh, yeah. the world. So please, what happened there? Like, well, what, Ezra what... Miller. Well, we only have an hour and a half, but. Uh, oh, okay. Um, if, if you want, you can just tell me in the private chat. I, yeah. I'm sorry. Like this is this is why I want Denise on her show because she's so like uh, culture, like you know pop culture, and I'm like I know nothing. <laughs> well, I I know like one thing that he was uh, like he was arrested for uh, felony burger uh, burger. Uh, Burglary. Burglary. Yeah, even I can't <laughs> Burglary. There we go. Um, so, it, like, uh, I even think like he was accused of Bur- burglary. Uh, yeah, bur- um, somebody could tell us. I think it was like I even think he held somebody against their will too. Like there were. Oh like, yes, yes, yeah. Warner like Media Discovery. Yeah. Please, yeah, tell so me more. Like, even better. <laughs> okay, I, I, I got it. Okay, so. Okay. And then, uh, so no here. Jay Briscoe tribute, but yes, please look at the person who like took someone against her yeah. will and slapped got... their wife. Ryan sends us a super chat that says, I can explain Warner's logic. They operate based out of fear for bad PR. The irony being, of course, that often leads to bad PR. Yeah. And, uh, I could have said it better myself. Yes. Yeah. This is a hello, good point. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Warner Brothers perfectly willing to work with J.K. Rowling, who says transpo- transphobic stuff all the time, or has endorsed rather. But yeah, as I've seen that, it's that's a good. Uh, do do they work with J.K. Rowling? I have no idea. Uh, like, well, it... Harry Potter stuff. Like, I mean, they she gets like royalties and stuff like that. Okay. Attack people breaking into their homes and stuff. So yeah, you know. It's okay, just, okay, yeah. enough of that. <laughs> yeah, so it just shows. Please, but we'll move on from that. We'll, yes, let's let, let's. Uh, uh, yes. But anyways, the the positive was, stuff about. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. No, the, just the positive Anyways. stuff about the entertainment aspect of Jay Briscoe and how he was so loved. Um, 
that that was really hard to see. Um, even even when even when we lost Luke Harper, um, Brody, um, it was it was tough. And when when we lose wrestlers, we it it's so hard on us because we we. I don't necessarily know if it's like form a bond with them, but it's just we know we won't be able someone to you look up to. Yeah, and and that's the thing. Like I, I remember I was, I think I was sixteen when Owen Hart passed away, when he died, and that messed me up. I I couldn't even go to school the next day. Like I was just, I was just devastated. I mean, he was. I loved him more than I like, like as far as in ring, he was my favorite in ring guy at the WWF at that time. Like I liked Owen Hart in the ring more than anybody else. And that just crushed me. And I was so lucky that I got to see him wrestle the first time in person two weeks before that. And exactly um, like you saw it. Yeah. And it's just like, it, it just absolutely crushed me. And it's something that when you when you see these people, you you remember they give you memories sometimes. Like even if you watched them, like the, the like again, a lot of people did not know who the Briscoes were because until this uh, their series with FTR. And I'm so glad that people got to see them. And with the Honor Club now, um, people are going to be able to watch your matches. Um, throughout their history, and there's a uh, Gabe uh, Spowski who founded, who was the founder of Ring of Honor. Um, he said there's a particular reason why Jay Briscoe and Amazing Red were the first match in Ring of Honor history. Um, you know, that's that just shows the um, the history of just how important that man was to that company. And he will be, he will be missed and ridiculously that, charismatic. Yeah. Um, Jennifer since super chat says, "Love you both uh, so much. You brighten my days, and everyone else's you who you everyone else's who you touch. Thank you very much, Jennifer. You mean thank you, Jen. You're just such a sweetheart. We appreciate you so much, guys. Reminder: We are donating." All our super chats to uh, the Jay Briscoe's family and their cause. Um, all all our love and support go to to the families, and uh, he's really gonna be a mess. You know, that's uh, granted. Dirt all deaths are tragic. You know, like it's not it. It doesn't matter how. It's just you leave this world way too way too soon uh like people around you can never be ready for that like it's not something you get used to but like i'm just i was oh i've always been fucking terrified of cars always like it's never if we lived in a better world where people were you know aware of their surroundings more and granted this this isn't the case in this particular situation but like if 
when you drive a car, you don't have to watch out only for yourself. You have to watch out for everyone around you. So this is this is driving me crazy, and I'm this is fucking terrifying for me, because like our my city is the town with the most the biggest percentage of car accidents in Bulgaria. And and this is incredibly scary to me. I've you, you can imagine just how many friends I've lost. Oh, uh, you have no idea because like people here are crazy, bonkers crazy. Because like apparently, uh, like uh, my town is the leading percentage, you know, of small dicks. You know, so you need to drive. <laughs> Okay. Well. Yeah, like because they drive like crazy people just so they can show off. So they they have small dicks, you know, small dick energy. Uh, I have no I call, idea. I call how... it I call it SPS, small penis syndrome. Yeah, I had no idea how to drive, but like this chick right the, here. Uh, we have <laughs> Jeff Hawkins filling in right now. Oh, Jeffrey. 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 Uh. Um, Hi. So let's let's move on to let's uh, move on. Yes, to uh, AEW to be, Dynamite. Yes, uh, as we shared our thoughts, uh, we uh, it was ridiculously dumb that they didn't open up the show with at least a ten bell salute. For me, nothing could have like what would have happened if they had a ten bell salute. Seriously, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, absolutely. I mean. I don't even know how, like, did Warner Brothers, like, go out of their way to tell Tony Khan, don't you do anything? Like, it's like, what? Like, I don't know. Like, why don't I, you... the, the, the one thing I'm uh, I'm glad that, uh, guys, if you watch the AEW post show with Alex and, and Sean, Sean said something on the air, which uh, really, uh, really made me feel better. Uh, Sean said that he got a word from people backstage and they said, I hope everyone knows how much Tony Khan is pushing for everything and just how much he's trying to help. So this is good. Like, yeah, it's Jack. Jackie Rodriguez, our good friend, sends us a super chat that says, just coming in to send some love to you both, especially in a week where we've been reminded how important it is to say these things while we can. Love. I've been thinking about Jackie a lot. Twitter's new algorithm is fucking insane. And I've, like, magically, people disappeared from my timeline. And Jackie was one of these people, and I DM'd her today. And I was like, this is crazy. Like, I haven't seen your tweets in, like, months. And this is, like, fucking frustrating. So, you know. Yeah, Yeah, I'm having issues, too, where I don't see people I normally see. And I'm seeing people I don't even follow. Yeah, it's... Okay, but uh, let's let's move so, on yes, here. Dynamite. The or, uh, AEW All Atlantic Championship. Jay Lethal challenging Orange Cassidy. Um, uh, Orange Cassidy got the win here. Uh, that was bless Danhausen. Okay, yeah. and I have zero problem with you know Jay Lethal and friends and Jar- Jeff Jarrett when Danhausen is in that picture because that, because Danhausen makes everything better and Danhausen is the only way I can appreciate Jeff Jarrett. I'm sorry. Maggie, you got to switch to chronological. You're going to have to explain that to us. Yeah, you can 
basically DM me. Yeah, like, <laughs> like do a combo DM there because I don't know what you're talking about either. Yeah. Um. So that went as I expected. Young Bucks versus Top Flight. Yeah, oh, this yes. was the one. This, this was made the me one. so happy. I was so happy because you know how much I love those. I, yes. I love both tag teams, but Top Flight winning that that put a smile on my face. And... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Young Bucks uh, against Briscoes. Briscoes won mo- most of the matches, right? Oh, I would assume. I I would assume so. I mean, I, that's just me assuming, but I think uh, if 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 my memory doesn't doesn't lie. So, uh, first of all, like the the Unbox were one of the many who paid tribute to Jay. They had the Jay wristbands, mm-hmm. and they didn't. Yes, okay. D- DM me, please. Yeah, yeah, DM us, please. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, so uh, they had the the wristbands. They did their move. Like, of course, when they were on the ramp, and I was like, "Well, surely they're they're gonna have Briscoe's shirt on, right?" But they didn't. Am I expected to believe that next time they're fighting a big match, they'll be wearing navy pants? <laughs> I would assume so, because like young bucks are were so just fucking in love with the Briscoes, like all these wars that they have with each other. Like you can't possibly not have navy pants on. Uh, plus, the young bucks always pay tribute to their loved ones, so. So yeah, uh, this match was amazing. Uh, in honor of the Briscoes, they put over uh, the other team. Like, say what you want about the Young Bucks, you can call them uh, spot monkeys, you can call them circus act or whatever. They're one of the biggest tag teams in AEW, which put over Young Talent a lot. Why are you I, smiling? Uh, soupy, because <laughs> because I always give crap to to Chris about. <laughs> The the the, the paper, like, Maddie likes that one. <laughs> I always give so for people that don't know, Chris works for Bleacher Report, and what uh, I will occasionally do, like uh, what I will occasionally do is Kate does that all the time as well. By the because way, because people bitch about Bleacher Report's pay per view things like issues with AEW, I'll occasionally just kind of make a joke. I'm like, do not email. Or DM Chris, he has like nothing to do with tech support and stuff like that. So it's just funny that, uh, yeah. So that's it. Uh, real quick, the guns and the acclaimed have a set had a segment. Uh, I don't like it when they interrupt the rap. Just don't do that. You yeah, it's, it's 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 the gif of me all over again. Yeah, just you don't know? don't do that. It's not. You can still get ever get whatever you need done. Just don't do that. You can still do something else. Just don't do well, that. Well, they're gonna have therapy next week. So do you think? Uh, do you think that the acclaimed split from uh, from Billy Gunn? I'm. I hope not. But it's kind of weird. Like, well, don't you think that it's a bit expired now? Scissor me, daddy ass. Like, I know that everyone loves that, but like. The acclaim can still be a thing, but like, well, but why would they do it so? My thing is with Billy Gunn. Why would they do it so soon? Like, is it soon back, though? It's, go back to think about it. Already, think about it really good. Think about it really good. To go back to the kids already, I think it would be like, what's the point? Maybe if if they can do it the right way and make it look smart, or maybe like show like he talked to his kids or they went to well, him. I'm not. I'm not saying that 
it's gonna happen right now. I'm oh, saying I'm, that yeah, I'm, if it probably happens, they're like, building towards that. Yeah, that's fine. I'm just that's yeah, that's fine. If if it yeah. happens right before or right after revolution or something, I could see that. Uh, Do you think? Okay, just uh, it just popped into my into my head. Do you think that this week's BTE that's gonna air? Do do you think we're gonna cry from the for the entire duration of the episode? Because I'm sure that a lot of people are gonna make it about Jay, right? I would have if because they did it for Brody. They did it for Brody. I would assume. And then they named the episode Brody, so they might as well name the episode. I would. I would tend to think so. Yes, um, yes. Okay, so next up we had Hagman Page and Renee Paquette's backstage segment. I love this. Yes, that was good. And like I'm I curious this. to see what like I loved how people online on Twitter um were wondering they, they were going all kinds of different directions with this. They they were wondering if Hangman was talking about Omega, if he was talking about the Young Bucks, if he was talking about CM Punk. Dark, Dark Order. Dark Order. Like, so everybody was just kind of wondering different things. I don't think it was CM Punk. <laughs> um, I mean, as, as long as, I mean, I would be fine with that, but I just don't think it was CM Punk. I mean, he of the entire was, situation, he was the only one that wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, and and I think, yeah. I think it's Kenny Omega. I think that's the way that it should be. That that's just my opinion. That's who I hope it is, anyways, because they haven't been on screen together at all. Sure, they haven't. But like, I never really got an explanation as to why he stopped being a part of Dark Order. Yeah. Maggie, don't take ass scissoring from us. Are you scissoring with your ass? Because I think you're doing it wrong. Hmm. Okay. But I, I did like that, and I liked how Renee was kind of protective, or she was definitely protective of John. Um, this was so like what two alpha males would expect from like what like one another. The fact that Moxley said that he couldn't stand the fact that he respected him. This is just the most Moxley thing ever, seriously. And say what you want about Hangman, but he's so good he's such a great actor seriously like he's so awkward because he's an anxious millennial you know you know the drugs don't work but i'm still here this this should be on a t-shirt by, by the way this is just so we'll, real we'll have jeremy like push it and he'll get the t-shirt done and not yeah get but here. like not get the not, yeah. not get the credit for it yeah text him because it's a really good t-shirt the drugs don't work but i'm still here yeah. how is it not still on a t-shirt uh because we're all millennials and basically it's yeah this is what we are um so yeah definitely one of my favorite segment of the night uh did you see what i put in the script for (laughs) for the for the next end ricky struck versus jay hager (laughs) with his hat yeah (laughs) because they had it on the yeah, with hat, yeah. <laughs> yes, with hat and Jericho Appreciation Society. They they have the hat in this introduction. Did they let Andretti... Like, now, like, maybe I just wasn't paying attention, but did they let Andretti talk? He, they, no, no. Good. And I'm uh, I'm glad that they learned from their past mistakes because <laughs> it, it was, it was it, it, so, so bad. So ridiculously bad. Um, so... I had no idea that at some point, like 
if you told me this like a year ago, I would have called you an idiot. Uh, that I would like J- the Jake Hager will be the most over thing in Jericho Appreciation Society. Yeah. Uh, because I like I expected that. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm curious to see what happens between Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia. I'm really I'm really looking forward to that because they're both gonna have such a great match together when they eventually get to it. Five years later, because that's the amount of time that it takes for any story in the Yas to <laughs> Yas <laughs> to like develop in any way and have any sort of closure. Yeah. Like, they are probably David Lynch fans because they hate closure. <laughs> yeah, well, that makes sense like, the way you put that. Yeah, That's a horrible way to display it because you're displaying it in an obvious way, which is so not Lynchian. Yeah. And you need to stop, okay? Like, Yoss needs to split up once and for all. But Jake Hager needs to continue to be this, like, you know, empty-headed dope. <laughs> because I, it's so I know this great. is going to sound ridiculous, especially for AEW, but I think it'd be hilarious, is eventually uh, Jake Hager needs to go, like, on a losing streak, and he just starts blaming his hat, and then he challenges his hat to a match one day. What are you doing? This isn't NWA. <laughs> I'm just telling you. I just want to see it. <laughs> I get it, but please no. Well, okay. Um, but you know, after that, we get we got the best match ever. Yeah. How about this? We've had just banger matches in January. After banger. Banger. Yeah. After banger. Brian Danielson versus Bandito. My God, man! Thank Is you. Is Brian Danielson having the time of his life right now? I hope so. I saw. I, I think he is. I think yeah. he is. My God, what a hell of a match! I, you just, I absolutely loved it. It was so good, and <laughs> Brian Danielson. It doesn't matter who he wrestles. We already know this. I'm not breaking any news here. Fightful Select has not learned. No matter who he wrestles, it's going to be a good match. It, it's just amazing. I absolutely love watching the man wrestle. Uh, and you can tell he's just having a blast out there. You, oh, yeah, you just know he is. is. And and that's what's even better, is knowing well, that he he's... said it... Uh, I'm sorry for cutting you off. He said it on, on the post-show at, uh, at All Out. He said that he loved working in WWE, but he left anyway. So this is why he left because will would he be able to have those banger matches in WWE because they they have a different style. This isn't me bearing WWE guys just so you hey, she uh, just an AEW show. No, <laughs> this isn't that. Uh, they <laughs> sorry. Uh, this isn't me saying that. And granted, I will praise WWE a lot uh, in in just a couple of moments. Uh, so. this is a good thing like just have the wrestlers have the time of their life like this is the only thing i'm saying yeah oh exactly um mjf bribe uh brian cage i look forward to this match because brian cage has been having 
great matches. And uh, granted, I don't think I'll ever be a big Brian Cage fan because, like, like I said, Wardlow is maybe the only exception to the rule that I don't like big guys. But granted, he's. Let's move on. Uh, Willow Nightingale. <laughs> well, uh, we, have a super, Willow we have a super chat from our great friend Tom Talks Rubbish. Hope Hi, my Tom. favorite people are doing okay. Thanks for a great conversation last week. Thank you, man. We, we had a blast you, on that Tom. show. We had a blast. Um, we can't wait for that to show up because that was fun. We had a good time. Uh, yeah, that was that was good. Uh, you had the tag Willow match. Nightingale. Yep, and Tony or yeah versus Tony Storm. Uh, it obviously looks like they're doing the uh, original versus the outsiders. Yeah. Uh, will it be a war games match or? I'm thinking. No, blood it, and guts match. Yeah, blood. I mean, yeah, blood. same thing. Blood and guts. Blood and guts. Match. Blood and guts. Yeah, I, I think that's what they're going toward. Um, I uh, I headed toward, but I'm completely fine with that. Yeah. Uh, you kind of see like you you're expecting Ruby to turn on Willow, right? Yeah. Because I I was so. By the way, that match that they had on Rampage. Uh, kudos. Like that. Don't you the, find the the uh, the hypocrisy? Yeah. <laughs> didn't, didn't I know. Just, my God, that drove me absolutely nuts. I, I know, and like men will not just realize that women see way more blood in our lifetime than you guys, so we're just used to it. So that's I don't know where the problem is. Like uh, women, be just I'll give you an example. An example, fresh from this morning when I open up the bar, you know, like we have like these water dispensers, like, you know, that we pour water just so like we don't use the water that's from like the bottled water for for our uh, customers. So we have like a, a water cooler uh, thingy. So uh, the jug was empty, so I had to reload the uh, another one. And it weighs like 20 kilograms. I don't know what pounds this is but like it it's it weighs 20 kilograms and i'm 60 okay okay it's it's nothing <laughs> like i also work out and i can lift you know about 45 pounds 45 pounds yeah okay <clears throat> so did you just convert that yeah yeah okay <laughs> I'm, not, so, I'm not gonna lie and say if like you know. <laughs> uh, no i just did the math no i said uh, the math so Oh, I hate math. Uh, so uh, there was uh, th there was one of the I, I I've told you something that he said to me like way back because like uh, I told him something incredibly logical and he, and he didn't believe me. And when he found out to be true and he was like, oh, I just didn't expect a woman to know that. And I was like, excuse me. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. I hit the wrong button. Why did you mute me, Jesus? Just, are you just shocked? Just for a second, no, just for a <laughs> split second. You did. I don't think we missed you at all. So I know. Uh, so, so today I was. He was like, "Could you?" Uh, because like my boss taught him to drink our water as opposed to paying for water from the bar, which is fucking annoying. But like since my boss uh, taught him to do that, and I was like, uh, "Let me just pour you what I just need to, you know, to change the tubes, to to change the gallons because it's empty." And he was like, "Oh no, let me do it." And I was like, "I can do it." Like I, 
it's it's 20 kilograms i can fucking do it like it's not it's nothing for me at like i lift heavy like i work out and he was like oh please and he went to do that and i was like that was so condescending that was incredible because he's the man he needs to do it and i'm like thank you for the gesture but i can do it myself and he was like women don't have to lift heavy and i'm like okay fine and then he we, we saw that there were no like uh available jugs you know they, they were empty and this is why they, they there was no water so this whole conversation stopped because like he's like a, a skeleton okay and just because he's a man he needs to he feels the he feels the need to you know to spread his masculinity all over me which is not exactly yeah. what i meant I'm so <laughs> he didn't didn't hit him with the rock bottom uh no i i just i have to give someone the black widow someday <laughs> i this is my favorite move ever i love aj lee forever i wish she was back yeah. <laughs> so next up we had the tnt championship <laughs> <laughs> yep t uh yeah tnt championship um i miss miro darby yeah me too darby allen versus Kashida. really solid match uh I mean, what else can you Kushida's say? Kushida's so good. Oh, yeah. my God. Please, guys, just go and watch Kushida uh, versus Kyle O'Reilly for the Best of Super Juniors from New Japan. This is, like, one of my favorite matches to watch when I'm feeling down. Oh, my God. Like, this is... When you watch Kushida and Kyle O'Reilly in this match and you, and you were like, they had him in a tag team called Jacket Time. <laughs> yeah. Ja- jacket Time. <laughs> yeah, I will never forget that last episode when I ranted about this for 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, I think I lost that episode again, by the way. Okay. I think. Moving on. Rampage preview. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I just realized that too. I was like, I forgot to tell her that. I think I lost it again. Uh, Uh, Just uh, uh, like a couple of words. I'm so... uh, I'm glad that they are staying consistent with the door, with the whole Darby Allen thing because uh, at some point I was getting pretty annoyed because it's like they baby Darby Allen a lot because like they they put him in high high spots in yeah. in on the show and like I was like well this is just me not being the biggest Darby Allen fan it doesn't mean that it's not possible yeah. so kudos for them like uh me not being the biggest Darby fan doesn't mean that he's not good he's he's so great and in this match you can see just how great he was because like most of Darby Allen's matches are like suicide attempts you know in yeah. this match he wrestled and, and it goes back to MJF's match with him, and which the, was another wrestling match. And the other thing I, I'll say is uh, you could tell after that match ended with Kushida and Darby, you could tell that Kushida wanted to, like, I want another one. Like, you could just tell he was like, I want to just have another He's, match. He, like, he, he, he really said it, but because, yeah. like, Darby Allen is the cool goth kid, he, yeah. like, he said nothing back. Yeah. The bastard. Yeah. Uh, Sports Center, nah, nah, nah. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, nah, nah. Sends a super chat. Says Rob has a 10 kilogram drink. Hi, Maggie. Hi. Yes, you do have that 20 yeah. kilo or 20, 20 liter thing. No, it's yeah. not 20. Are you kidding 60, me? It's 64 10. ounce or whatever that is. Yeah, so. okay, whatever that is. Um, 
AEW Rampage preview. We will hear from Eddie Kingston. We have Jade Cargill and Layla Gray in action. Brian Cage versus Willie Mack. Jungle Boy Jack Perry taking on. Can't Ethan Page. wait to see Willie Mack in AEW. Like this is so. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry taking on Ethan Page. Action Andretti taking on Daniel Garcia. Hopefully he won't talk. Yeah. It's just yeah. That's all. It, that's all it is. And them two talking. Um, so yeah, moving on. Uh, I went ahead and went. I know you told me you put it in the script, but I went ahead and just put it here. Uh, the Rock will have this quick conversation. Uh, Dave Meltzer today in the Wrestling Observer said The Rock indicated that he won't be ready in time to get in shape for in shape for main for event. a possible main event for WrestleMania. Yeah. So you... when I saw that, I'm sorry, but, but like when I saw that, and I was like. I follow The Rock on social media. I see how The Rock is in the gym every single hour of every single day. Like, do you, how do you expect me to believe that he's not in shape? And then I remember where it's in ring shape. That's a totally different thing. And I was like, do you mean to tell me that there isn't a single ring in that like home gym or whatever gym that he has? This is exactly what someone that he that is going to be in the main event of WrestleMania would say, just so he can throw you off track. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like I it's still possible. <laughs> uh, the the thing is the report it's Fightful has not confirmed this. Yeah, Fightful well, that too. And and the other thing too is we we don't know for sure yet. That's that's the thing. Until yeah, it's just a report. It's not. Yeah. It's like it's it's yeah. It's just a, like a report. Um, we we don't know. I I know some people were freaking out about it today, and some, some, like some people weren't. And it's you know, fine. It's, I yeah, that's the thing. It's just it, it I it is what it is type phrase. So, uh, that's the way that's the way I look at it. The one thing is Jimmy Van who owned Fightful, um, along with <laughs> Jeremy Lambert, um, uh, made a good point. Like Co-owner. <laughs> yeah, made a good point about that. He's like, well, if The Rock's not ready, it's not like this date just came up on him, you know? It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's been there for yeah. a while, so maybe... He They've just been was... building up towards that for like two years yeah. now. You cannot tell me that, but we're we're gonna talk. About I'm kind of wondering. And this is speculation, by all means. So I'll just say this quick. I'm wondering if Vince is back. If this plays a role in it, I, I, as we've talked previously, The Rock loves Vince, so which is kind of disappointing, by the way. Just yeah. FYI. <laughs> but, and I know some people said something about, well, WWE has new merchandise of The Rock. They have new merchandise of The Rock all the time, so that doesn't mean much to me at all. Uh, and so. other news, someone please buy me the t-shirt. I love hoodies, and they look, look you know, like Hoodie with the... and the blowfish. Oh, you're 40, really. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I, am. I really are 40. <laughs> Let it cry. Jeez, that, that was mean. I'm the sorry. Dolphins make Do, me cry. Yes. Um... Let's talk about something great that was Impact Wrestling's Hard to Kill this past week. So good. Uh, very enjoyable. I'm gonna, very, very enjoyable. I, I decided to start doing uh, something that I didn't do last year, and I regret it. 
I'm starting a list of my favorite banger matches and pay-per-views that I like for the year. And I'm already in like a lot of matches, by the way, but like Hard to Kill is up there in my favorite pay-per-views, which is, um, oh my God. Uh, So this, uh, I'm... It's probably going to be a thing because Impact pay-per-views always deliver. It doesn't really matter if they're important or not. In ring, they always deliver. Uh, a lot of interesting things happen in Hard to Kill. A lot of great matches. Santino Morella is in charge. Like, do, <laughs> do, do you funny. remember? This is so funny. I I died last night like yeah. watching Impact. This was so great. Yeah. It's it's so stupid. I loved it. Like it's. Um, remember we talked together that we were wondering who that person will be. I was expecting it to be Frankie Kazarian, by the way. Uh, but no, he he said that he's now under contract with Impact Wrestling and it kind of makes me wonder what happened in AEW. Like, he wasn't... He was pretty transparent there. Uh, uh, no love lost, I uh, like, I guess. Um, which is kind of sad because I loved SCU. Uh, like the first tech team in AEW history, like that's out the window now. Um, so yeah, Santino Morella being back uh, and being in charge is probably something I'll look forward to every week. It's goofy. It's it's wrestling. Come on, it's not serious. And they had um, they had Ernest and Cat Miller on there. That was pretty good too. Yes, yes. Like what? Uh, the opening match between Josh Alexander and Bully Ray was just so incredible to watch like bully ray has made me hate him so much and he played that role so well because like you know that you have great heels in wrestling like roman reigns and mjf and so on and so on but like bully ray like you know because like you're not a mark you know like it's not you're not falling for that like you you know that there are heels but like you you appreciate their work right yeah but like Bully Ray, I want to punch him in his stupid face. So he's just that good. And I like the things he does, I hate it. And uh, I love this match so much because Josh Alexander beat the crap out of him. Uh, Josh Alexander's wife kicked him in the nuts. And this was so great. Uh, total mayhem. I loved it. But of course, the thing I'm most happy about was the main event. Uh, I will always cry when women main event pay-per-views because it just shows you how long women's wrestling has gone uh mickey james with us <laughs> a lot because she actually won the impact knockouts championship she's now champion and actually i because i was i was watching uh steven jensen said something that uh he really had a point there and we saw it in last night's match like the intergender match that they had uh he predicted that mickey james would win the match because he thought that jordan grace did everything that she could do in in the knockouts division and that she was uh moving up into uh the men's picture the men's title picture like the x division and the impact um championship and this is great because um I will always, because I fucking love Jordan Grace. Uh, it's no secret that she's my favorite women's wrestler right now. And um, right now, like for the past year, maybe. Uh, I will always praise her. And she's 
probably because like I have I still have a problem with intergender matches. Like I'm getting there. Seriously. I'm getting there. And uh she's the mo- one of the most believable women that can pull this off for me. Like it's I know that intergender matches aren't for aren't for uh, like everybody. And I'm learning how to enjoy them properly. And like, I'm definitely not forcing myself to enjoy it because like, if you don't enjoy some sort of wrestling, like you don't need to watch it. Like, that's okay. Um, I'm not saying that women can hang, but I believe that she can. And, and that's, and that's saying something. Uh, so I'll be perfectly happy if she moves up and uh, like, she, she was never shy about talking that uh, speaking her mind that she kind of feels unappreciated and i get what she's saying because like remember how big diana peraza was when she was knockouts champion yeah like people didn't talk as much for jordan grace as much as they did for diana peraza uh I love Diana Perrazzo. She's so great. Like, probably my top five ever women's performers. But Jordan Grace, I, I appreciate so much because, like, she's, as I mentioned before, she's just one of the huge inspirations in life that I have right now. And she's, like, she's taught me so much, the journey she had. So I can get what she's, uh, where she's uh, coming from. And her competing in the men's division will definitely put more eyes on her. Yeah. Uh, as far as like the show goes, I, of course, I like, I pretty much agree with everything you said. So that's the easiest way to say it. And uh, uh, I, I think it's best to move on because I pretty much agree with everything you said. Those were my favorite matches. And it was great to see Frankie Kazarian. That surprised me. So, uh, yeah. I will always be glad to see Frankie Kazarian. Like he's so, he's so underrated. Yeah. So moving on to WWE, uh, this coming Monday, they have their um, Raw 30th anniversary. No, no, no. XXX, Say it correctly. X. Yes. Um, <laughs> Doc, Doc made a funny, uh, he had a pretty funny tweet about when you like searching, uh, Google searching for that. Um, Don't be, do that. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> now, what's funny about that is that same day when he tweeted that, I I went and looked for uh, a, a gif of uh, what makes uh, you know what makes uh, Magic Daddy's nipples hard? I went to go look for that, and my God, if you would have seen what came up for that, I'll just say this: I was pretty excited. I um, want to. <laughs> yeah, well, I was happy uh, with the results. It wasn't what I was looking for, but I was pretty. It, I won either way, um, but yeah, it just made me. It it, it was funny. Um, okay. Anyways, big raw coming up. We know that I'm I'm excited about this raw and uh I've been excited about WWE as a whole like lately and this is fucking weird. So uh we have the um Yeah, I've been there too. Um <laughs> Hi <of> view, Kyle. <laughs> uh, point of view uh that's a new I know, I know. Uh, we have the acknowledgement ceremony for Roman Reigns next week. And this is the one that raises the most questions here because like they can basically start a feud between The Rock and Roman Reigns on this episode because when, when The Rock doesn't show up, when he doesn't shoot him a text, 
he doesn't send him a video, anything like whatsoever, because he wouldn't acknowledge him at all. Yeah. This is the best way. And if they don't do that, this match isn't happening. Like, I would, if they do nothing about it, they don't even hint it. This is, this is the moment where they learn from AEW and uh, Mercedes. If they, if you do not have it in stone, do not hint it at all. Because like people basically, they, they haven't done actually anything to make us feel that the rock is coming for Roman. Yeah. But yeah, this is all us. Yeah. With AEW, it wasn't on us. Like they hinted it a lot. If they do something here, then it's, it will be on them if they don't deliver. Okay. So, uh, this is the moment where I just say just how, like, the whole bloodline situation and uh, this this storyline, man, it's just, I've been so in love with this. It's the moment you think that they lost it, they shove something back into your face and it's just so great. It's, it's, it's got Sammy in there. Sammy, like... What the performer of the year, okay? Like, give the man his flowers. Seriously, at this moment, you're wondering if he's the one who turns on the bloodline. I was so against that. Like, Sean said it all the time Sammy should turn on the bloodline. Sammy should turn on the bloodline. And I was like, no, like, you need to, like the lovable uh, baby face that you need to, you know, relate to. And uh, yeah, so like, they're gonna be some, you know, the bullies, and he's gonna be knocked on the ground and stuff and Kevin Owens comes to save him actually what they can do now is make him the smart baby face he can have a conversation with with Kevin Owens and then like they can team up and everything it's you never know I have no idea what's going what is going to happen but I'm so fucking sure this is going to be so great I have 100% faith in WWE that they're going to pull this so great. You have no idea. This is this is why, guys, this is for all of you who keep saying that we shit on WWE every time. I'm so in love with the storyline. Seriously, everything started with me bitching about them not mentioning Slayer at all in, in, in the, in, in the storyline that has bloodline in it. Like, come on, I kill you in your dreams tonight. Begin your life. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh. I'm sorry for getting monetized for that, but oh. it's uh. Oh, that yeah. that went bye bye a long time ago. <laughs> what you, did you, I say? I think oh, you shoved it me. into my face, <laughs> to your face. Is this the one? Because I kind of paused in my mind. Yeah, yeah no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's soupies. I'm not the only one that's gone there. (laughs) I know, you men. So uh, the next thing that they had is I I really didn't like the fact that they announced that Cody Rhodes is going to be in the Rumble. And everyone was like, well, you know that that he was going to be there anyway. And I'm like, we knew that CM Punk was going to be on Rampage as well, but they didn't announce it. Come on. Yeah. Like, seriously? They, they, like New Japan didn't announce that Mercedes is gonna be there. Everyone knew about it. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, what? And okay, listen up. 
now if they if they're so fucking turning turning into my old self if wwe are so fucking stupid <laughs> and actually make cody rose be number 30 i will be so fucking pissed because what you can do now is make cody rose be the number one you can make him be number one and make him do the work asshole <laughs> Like, do the work and actually, like, make... Because people have been so behind Seth Rollins right now. And he's so big. And everyone wants Sammy to win the Rumble now. That you can make people root for Cody Rhodes. Everyone loves Cody. But, like, they want to see Sammy. They want to see Seth. Because they were there this entire time. I feel bad for Cody because, like, this unfortunate injury, like, put him back. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm really sad about that. Like, it's not his fault. But, like, seriously, if they give him the number 30 spot, why announce that he's going to be in the Rumble? This is stupid. Seriously, I, I will hate that. So th this will be them shooting themselves in the foot. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, I'm going to skip the... Well, what do you think of Bianca real quick? Bianca, Alexa Bliss, and Uncle I have Howdy. no idea what's happening with, with Uncle Howdy. Yeah, I, it's, it's driving me nuts. It's it's driving me crazy because you, do, do you remember just how uh, happy we were? I cried when Bray Wyatt returned. Yeah, I cried. I, well, it, this I'm, was so great. This like instant chills, instantly. This and and this, this was so emotional. And I know that people were emotional about that. Shout out to Corey, by the way, because like he he so fucking loves uh, Bray Wyatt. And I have no idea what's happening because they're like they're dragging their feet a lot yeah like he uh, like he he came back like three months ago or is it three months now october right and he's still like he wrestled for the first time in a house show yeah. what are you doing yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not i don't even i'm i'm ready i'm ready for, for for this to be like i know that there are certain like mjf doesn't wrestle at all but like he that like that's his thing so uh I'm ready to wait just a little bit, but like it makes no sense, and I'm kind of feeling feeling impatient. Yeah, um, the hurt business looks like they're probably going to be coming back. Thank goodness, I'm excited about that. It's going to be with Omos, which is which is weird. Yeah, because Omos kind of helped uh, Bobby Lashley win. Yeah. I like it. The number one contenders match. I, 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 I I'm think happy I like that Bobby won. I think what I like about it most is, is it's going to give Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander on my TV more. <laughs> TV time. Like, this yeah. is what we've been bitching about on this yeah. show. Like, give me those two guys on television, please. Like, they lost again in their, in their match on Raw, but yeah. like... Uh, yeah, but... Uh, like, you can always count on, on MVP. Yeah. Uh, then you had uh, last week on SmackDown, you had, uh, or was it Raw? Uh, I think it was Raw. SmackDown. Uh, SmackDown. Okay. Kevin Owens against Sami Zayn. Yeah, Sami Zayn. And this, is, yeah. this is one of the reasons why we all think that Sami Zayn is going to turn on the bloodline. Because, like, you saw you saw his expression when he... Is everything okay? Why are yeah, you just, I think, I think uh, like, the, the people that do, like, the like the house association, I think they're, like, shoveling or doing something okay. with the eyes outside. I'm like... <laughs> Okay, so um, uh, as I was saying, uh, 
you kind of saw like the confusion in Sami Zayn's face when uh, the Usos interfered in his match, and he was like, "I got it." Like it's as if they don't trust him that he can get the job done, which is, you know, it's so good storytelling. I'm so sorry. This is so great. Like his facial expressions, okay, like in in, in everything, like. Uh, They got a shot of the camera, by the way, and I fucking laughed my ass off. He was like doing the, 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 the you know, the we, the, the we the ones thing on uh, in the air, and the, he was confused, and he just kicked Kevin Owens on the table. <laughs> It was so funny. I love like those little things that Sami Zayn does. Yeah. Seriously, this like oh, yeah. this is so great. I, I love it. I love that. That's the thing that I love. Just the little things too. Like even. Like a couple of weeks ago, when when uh, Kevin Owens threw the shoe at one of the Usos, <laughs> seriously, who throws took, a shoe? Took Austin <laughs> Rome's shoe yeah. and like Austin Rome, like was like, "What the hell just happened?" I love that. Yeah. Just little things like that just mm -hmm. make me happy. Um, really, I, I noticed this next note has uh, Tegan Knox, Maggie rant. So yes, let, Maggie's going to rant about Tegan Knox. Leave it up. Uh, what? I'm kind of I'm kind of disappointed in the way that Tegan Knox's return has been handled, and I can understand why. By the way, I kind of feel like when I know that Triple H just wanted a lot of people that Vince fired to be back, because I, it's it's as if Triple H thought that he, they he owed them something, you know, and that he didn't, and he felt so miserable when all these people were let go like people from nxt they were just called up and um her return hasn't been handled that well and i hated the fact that she returned to the main roster what i really wanted was for her to return to nxt because i i talked to you about this on, on the show and i said that one of one of the biggest reasons for me that NXT call-ups haven't been that good was the fact that they they didn't actually reach the top in NXT so why call them up you know like you like what do you did like previously when you had Finn with uh KO and Sammy and uh Shinsuke Nakamura like they all had held the big one they had matches that main event at pay-per-views and then you call them up because there there's nothing more that they can do there and then you can call them up and like Tegan Knox never had that like she was she wasn't in a title picture like I I was I was hoping that she could have gone back to NXT and I was really hoping that she was actually the one to dethrone uh Mandy Rose for that championship and actually have a run there and like elevate uh, so much of the young talent that and then like get called up on the main roster without Shotzi like you know and like not jobbing to random people every week I really hated that because like you know how much I love uh, uh, Tegan Knox. I wanted her back really really bad um, it's just yeah it's <laughs> It's it's been really old, uh, underwhelming for me. It's it's uh, it's it's not being uh, like the way when she came back, 
her and uh and Mia Yim, like zero reaction. Like I would have lost my mind if I was there. Okay. Yeah. But you know, like Mia Yim is in a better place right now because they from the get-go, like they put put her in the OC. And this is uh this is tremendous faith on their part. So yeah. Tegan Knox not being in a good position right now, it's uh it's kinda it's kinda bumming me out because I know what she can do. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I, I was very excited when she came back. So it's kind of irritating seeing what they're not doing with her. Um, Speaking about NXT, by the way, Tony D'Angelo and Channing Stax Lorenzo, in the segment that they had with the two dimes and the bridge, if this wasn't happening in the same night that they announced the tragic passing of Jay Briscoe, I would have fucking lost my mind on this segment because it was so ridiculously funny. Seriously, it was like, and they tossed two dimes in the river because, like, the, <laughs> the dude that they got rid of, who's in AEW now, was called Two Dimes. Yeah. <laughs> this was so great. Oh my god, this was so great. And then the act, the, like the acting. Oh, like it, it was it was so stupid because it was so good. It's like oh the, you ha- they have literal literal gold with Tony D'Angelo. I hope they realize that. Seriously. Oh yeah. I, I'm looking forward to NXT and every week because of Tony D'Angelo and like for other reasons, but Tony. Come on. Seriously, like you Alex Palowski said it best. This kid put himself over in you know in school because he could have uh, because he was doing a a, a a great impression of the godfather and then he used that to his advantage and now he's making a living in nxt working for wwe with that same uh you know accent and uh acting and whatever so great by the way amazing in the ring like you cannot have so much charisma and be that good of an actor and be so great in the ring. Seriously. See me pu- putting WWE uh, over this week? That's yeah, that's great. Soul <laughs> Ruka, another one. Like Soul Ruka against Alba Fire was a match that I enjoyed for the for the most part of it. The ending was weird because Alba Fire is she going to the creepy world with Isla Dawn with with NXT Rowena? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Uh, this, uh, this like, I don't really know. I'm. I'm. I'm curious because it's intriguing. Yes, I'm curious also because we all want to see Alba Fire on the main roster with Becky. This is what I want to see. Like, yeah. imagine that tag team. This will be so great. Uh, Soul Ruka is so quickly turning into one of my favorite women to watch in the ring like her she's like she has a lot of uh, like flawless transitions with uh, with her her competitors uh really really good and she's she's uh like improving in front of her eyes i cannot wait to see what she does next um we had gallus and tyler bait back this week uh i would have preferred if they had Tyler Bate like you know not take a couple of bumps to a 
fucking jobber who I don't want to see on my show ever. He's annoying. Okay. Like he's like, it's, he's no, I know that his character, that this is his whole character. He's supposed to be annoying, but like it's Tyler Bate. He said that he was going to be back permanently. Let's see how that goes. Um, I'm still kind of like heard that he didn't win that match against Braun Breaker because, uh, again, Braun Breaker is amazing. He's due for a call up probably at the Rumble. But the fact that Tyler Bate had to take loss in order to put over Braun Breaker would never stop hurting because Tyler Bate should win everything and everyone is lesser than Tyler Bate. Yeah. I was in WWE. In, in, in WWE. Yeah, and I'm definitely glad to see him back, obviously. Um Yes, everything is uh, is better because like you cannot you can't look at Tyler Bate in the ring and it, it, I'm not even talking about his looks and his physique and everything. And you cannot look at what he's doing in the ring and not yell out loud that he deserves a title. And this is the man that you need to push. You like put that entire promotion on his back. Like he can take it. Look at his thighs. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and then uh, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane, it looks like they are probably splitting up here. Do uh, you know why? Because they're women and women don't like each other, Rob. Oh, and Valley you girl. cannot possibly, like, I, I don't ever want to share the spotlight with anyone other than my doggy, which is in my purse. Like, you. <laughs> Uh, they're, they're they're doing the same thing again when when they make us believe that two women cannot be friends with one another for more than five minutes. Oh yeah, like put them on the main roster and pair them with Sonia Deville. This is what Mandy Roche would have wanted, seriously. And this is the right thing to do. Sonia is not doing anything, seriously. Yeah. Like she's she's starting a fucking feud with Charlotte probably because she attacks her backstage. Because she, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a match either way if you don't give it to me. Like, (laughs) (laughs) this is the thing I prefer. And also, uh, like the 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 TikTok tag team, as uh, Alex Polowski likes to call them, they said that they were the longest reigning NXT women's tag team. Do you do you realize what that means? Like they are the longest reigning yeah, NXT say, yeah, women. I... Like, just think about it for a second. Like, yeah, it wasn't I'm that sorry, long. what? Yeah. <laughs> like they they have zero women tag teams, and they don't split them up. Seriously, yeah. either combine the titles, you know, the main roster ones and the NXT ones, or I don't know, just like erase them from the earth who the hell has them on the main roster right now it's damage control oh okay thanks i forgot for a second i was like i I, completely spaced it i don't blame you yeah (laughs) but yeah like it's i i am not excited about a match because when you when you have two different tag teams you know and they're both champions 
you kind of want to see a match between them, right? Yeah. Yeah. I I'm not excited about a match between Damage Control and uh the TikTok tag team. I'm sorry. This is so much better. <laughs> TikTok tag team. Uh I'm not excited about that because like it's uh and I'm not this is not me crapping on either team. It's just they don't mean anything. The titles. They mean nothing. Just combine them. I know. I know. Like it's that. I don't know. Just please don't split up toxic attraction because this this is basically this will scream that it's out of spite. Seriously. Because Mandy Rose did something that they didn't agree with, and now they're demolishing what she created. This is what it looks like right now. Yep. I'm done, by the way. <laughs> no, I, I agree. Um, no, I completely agree with you on that. Um, tonight's SmackDown preview. Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns have a contract signing for the Ro- their Yay. Royal Rumble match. So you know that's going to lead to something good. Um, WWE SmackDown tag title top contender tournament first round match. Banger Brothers. I'm a big fan of their production company. But uh, anyways, Vi- versus the Viking Raiders. I wish they weren't called Viking Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that. Uh, I sure hope that they pay a tribute to to Jay Briscoe. Yeah, same here. In the yeah, in like in the match. Yep. So, yeah, that is. So that's the raw preview uh, or SmackDown preview. But and then those two things. <laughs> yeah, then next week we'll do our Royal Rumble prediction show and. That'll be fun. I'm excited for that. That's one of my, I think Royal Rumble is both our favorite, probably pay per views. Oh yes, for WWE. You, you cannot be a wrestling fan and not love the Royal Rumble. Like yeah. it's, yeah. But yeah, so um, shout out to Corey who was in last year's Royal Rumble. By the way, he was he was right under the flaming, <laughs> the flaming sign. I'm so glad you're okay, Corey. <laughs> All right. Well, I know we need to kind of have some laps today. Hopefully we can hopefully we can do that. So here we go. You know, we don't have a Cooper effect graphic anymore because we cannot display that. So you can work on this graphic and you know update me because I'm yeah. I have that hair. Yeah. yeah, I will <laughs> I will do that. But Maggie, are you ready for some dad jokes? I hope I am. All right. My son couldn't sleep, so I told him there are cows sleeping in the field outside. He said, what's that got to do with anything? Because it's past your bedtime. (laughs) Where do rainbows go when they're bad? Prism. It's a light sentence. (laughs) 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 Um, I recently bought a new toilet brush. Long story short, I'm going back to paper. Uh, Yeah. I sat next to a baby for a 10-hour flight. I didn't think it was possible for someone to scream for 10 hours straight. 
even the baby, I was impressed. I pulled it off. <laughs> this is me on an airplane, by the way. I've never been on an airplane. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I, I don't think I would be doing too well on a 10-hour flight anyway. So, mm. But uh, Maggie, let me see if we got any last-minute super chats here. Nope, we're all good there. Maggie, plug your shit. Guys, you can follow me on the Twitter at Maggie underscore IK. Where'd that come from? And on Instagram at Maggie.IK. Uh, thank you, everyone who joined us today. Thank you for uh, the super chats that you sent us. Uh, they were, will all go towards Joe Briscoe's family. And uh, so thank you so much for joining us. And guys, you can follow me at Rob Wilkins on Twitter. Otherwise, you Do can the accent. Me. Uh, on, on what accent? My accent on the oh. Twitter. On the Twitter, you can find me at <laughs> Rob, or on the Instagram at Fight for Rob. I, I don't know, Fight for Rob on Instagram. Uh, so, oh, we got one last super chat here from our good friend Kyle. Love you both. Love you, man. Kyle. Thank you again. And uh, guys, we will talk to you later. We appreciate everything. And we will talk to you soon. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.